0: Mike, turn your games down.
1: Hi, welcome to movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Albertan, who's We Are Family with me
0: tonight. I'm Tiffany Alberton. That's all I got.
1: <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Kenneth
2: Sanity reminding you that, yes, here at Games My Mom Found, we are family. da 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 da
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Bill Tucker from The Gamer Looks at 40, and I never wear shoes because they make me fall down.
0: <laughs> and we, they do, they really do.
3: <laughs> they yes,
1: they do in this movie for one person. Uh, so, we are here to talk about a movie that I have never seen before, which won the Robin Williams poll The Birdcage. It came out in 1996. I was going to say
4: 98.
1: <laughs> It was close. It was close. Directed by Mike Nichols. I had... Yeah, so this is... So every month so far, we've been doing Patreon polls, and this was another one of movies Mike has never seen. And this was voted by the Patreon. Many,
0: many movies yes. Mike
1: has never seen. Many. This was one of I'm a big Robin Williams fan. I was growing up. saw a lot. Yeah, yeah. This was a movie that I had skipped. One, because I was a bit of an idiot when I was younger. And this would have came out in 96. I would have been in... I would have been like nine. So I was. I would have been too young to be interested at the time because it wasn't action <laughs> so but i i feel as a 35 year old or 34 year old hell i am i appreciate this 34 i appreciate this movie a lot more
0: i don't remember when i saw it though i would have been like what 14 or
1: 15 yeah but i was also a bit of a bigot i think too so there's that too
4: mm-hmm. so,
1: <laughs> when i was young i i grew up in that kind of era and people bill what is your
3: history of this movie so I I have seen this movie dozens and dozens of times, and I don't know why. I there's there's periods in my life that are fuzzy, and this is this is one of those. I believe my first serious girlfriend was a huge fan of this movie. I remember very distinctly watching this over and over at her place on this very small TV, and I've quote my it's it, There's a lot of. Yeah, I just remember watching this a ton. I almost didn't have to watch this movie for this for this episode, but I did just to re, re- familiarize myself. And so yeah, I've seen this dozens of times and it's very quotable. Uh, the quote I opened with, my <laughs> sister and I still make that joke. It's my favorite line in the movie. I, if I text my sister right now, I do not I never wear shoes because she will text back, "They so make they me fall down." down. <laughs> I think it was like her Facebook profile set then there or something for a while. Like it it is like one of our code code quotes for the two of us. So I, I've seen this get dozens and dozens of times. I almost busted out my digital video disc copy, as I like to do for this show when I have the opportunity. <laughs> but then I saw it and I realized it was one of those really old DVDs that were two-sided. Yep. Oh. Remember, remember the two-sided? One side was 16 by 9 aspect ratio. The other one's 4 by 3 full screen. Yo, one of those things. <laughs> and it's, Yeah, ours it's was clear. too.
0: Wait,
4: and it's too.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh.
3: You just weren't
1: there when I took it out of the case, put it in the in the PS4. I just didn't even notice it.
3: Yeah. But I decided rather than just just really struggling with what side goes where in the PS5 and how it's <laughs> up and down, and <laughs> I just I just spent Mike the four hours. Mike figured it out. You could
0: have figured. It I. Out. You
3: know what? I just I just I, I was I, I would I chose convenience. And uh, not a horrible video quality picture. Because I'm sure, because those early DVDs, the encoding was not wonderful on them. So I'm sure, yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yes, I had a funny feeling that this antiquated, double-sided DVD, uh, now I decided to just uh, go modern. And donate four dollars to the ever-growing Amazon uh, Slush Fund. So, Amazon
1: yeah. appreciated
3: it. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Oh, no, they didn't. They didn't. They could care less about my four dollars. But you know what? I didn't want to deal with playing with that. Jeff
1: Bezos appreciated the three dollars and fifty cents you gave him. With the fifty cents going to the rest of his employees, he appreciated it. <laughs> Probably not that not far, too off. far
4: off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and Ken, what is your history with this movie? Oh,
2: man. So, as the token old here, I actually saw this in the theater. I remember how big of a deal this movie was when it came out, and it really might not seem like it, but if you were there, you everybody saw this. Like, Everybody. All my friends went to go see it. Like I I grew up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, so it's not exactly a (laughs) liberal haven. Weird how you say that.
0: That's so strange. Mike says that too.
2: (laughs) It it's the Wisconsin problem. Yeah. Yeah. But it it's weird because like everybody saw this. And I was in high school when this came out. I was 16. You know, I just turned 16 the month before this came out, actually. And yeah, it was it was a wonderful movie. It's a movie that I too have watched dozens of times. I can almost recite it from memory.
4: <laughs> but
2: I also watched this one today just to kick the cobwebs off because it's been like a year since I watched it last, I think.
4: Okay.
1: The only like real history I had is I knew that my mom had saw this movie at some point either she did? either in theaters or she had made a comment that I wouldn't like it, but I don't remember what, I'm assuming I was a kid. Well, yeah, a kid would have been like, okay, especially Kid Mike. So like, but that's all I like know of. No, at
0: nine, year old, at nine years old, you wouldn't have
1: liked it. No, and even then I...
0: Like I was a teenager, so... <laughs>
1: and the way that I grew up with the way that my, you know, way that people were. And I mean, I, hey, I'm from Wisconsin too, and... There's a lot of people that are uh, not uh, very liberal in Milwaukee when I grew up, <laughs> what are you and about? so, so I was kind of in the same boat. I I wasn't as liberal as I am now, so like I had never seen the movie. I heard, oh, Robin Williams plays a gay guy. Okay, I'm not interested, not and that's interested. what Kid Mike thought, and that's what I had thought for way too long. So I was even I was like, okay, sure, we'll watch this movie, and I was. I came into it unsure, and I kept laughing a lot during there this movie. There's
0: so many good aspects about this movie. Nathan Lane is amazing. Gene Hackman plays his part so well.
1: Yeah, no, he
2: was hilarious. <laughs> they all uh, were. We can't forget the transcendent Diane Weist, of course.
0: Yes. I always forget her name, though, uh, for some reason.
2: <laughs> who's Diane Weist?
4: The
0: mom. Uh,
2: she um, was the one that the plays girl. the the mom, uh, Louise Keeley.
0: Yeah, the mom of, or the wife of the senator.
1: Didn't yeah. they call Barbara Barbie the first time you introduced to her? Yes. Yep. So that this is, me is awesome. topical the day we're recording it. Yeah. It, it, Barbie just came out. <laughs> the time we're recording. <laughs> so that it was odd, too. But also that when she said Barbie, the first thing that popped in my head, you can appreciate this, Ken, was Barbie from Sandman. Uh-huh. First thing that popped in my head. I didn't mean to. It wasn't. Barbie, I'm like, Sandman? What? I don't know why that came in my head, to be honest with you. But is, that, that's what, is
0: that why you ordered more Sandman?
1: <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you weirdo.
1: <laughs> I started thinking about Sam. Like, hmm, I should order more volumes of that book. Hmm. Yes, you should. And I did, by the He's
4: way. you so,
1: that, that was part of it. Like, oh, that's just one of the things that. And also, whenever I see the actors, I always think of Allie McBeal. And I thought that was her real name for a long time. It's I not. Hold
0: She was from Allie.
1: I never watched it, but I saw the commercials back in the days, the 90s. And that it
0: was a good like show. Supergirl, The Boss.
1: <laughs> that clicked too.
0: That clicked sooner than Allie McBeal did.
2: <laughs> uh, she and Harrison Ford were also an item for a long time, too.
0: Yes, and she's much younger than Harrison Ford. <laughs> well, much. she's
2: in this movie, she's older than Dan Futterman, who plays her fiancé. Is she? Like, she's 30 in this movie, and Dan oh, Futterman she is, like, like
0: 27. looks like she's, like, 15. Yeah. <laughs> she ages well.
1: Always yeah. has. <laughs> she... Yeah, because she looked really young in this movie. I would not have thought she was thirty at the time of this movie. No,
0: yeah. she could have played but, in Clueless for all I care.
3: <laughs> but there's, but there's no way that guy was twenty. Like they're supposed to be twenty and eighteen. Come on now, yeah. come on. He's like in his second job in his career. Like he's he's not he's not interning anywhere. That guy,
2: no. <laughs> No, he's already slept his way to the top of one company and fell back down, and now he's yeah, he's, older.
3: yeah. He's he's like the second act. He's at the middle of his second act of his uh, short story life. So he's not yeah.
2: <laughs> Even though he was twenty seven at the time of filming,
0: <laughs> was he really? Old? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. looked older
1: than twenty. So. Uh-huh.
0: He's had some stressful moments in his life.
1: Okay, <laughs> I didn't recognize that actor, but of course I recognize Robin Williams, Gene, ha- Gene Hackman. I forgot the guy that plays Robin Williams.
4: Nathan Lane.
1: Yes. I recognized him too from movies.
2: Yeah. He was also uh, Timon from yeah. The Lion King.
4: Timon
2: and oh. uh, He was uh, one of the brothers in the best live action cartoon movie ever made, Mouse Hunt.
0: I never saw that.
2: Uh
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh oh. I
0: know what he's talking about, but I never saw it.
1: Oh, it's such a good movie.
0: <laughs> I thought it would be stupid. So. I'm it's so
2: it's fine. a live action Tom and Jerry cartoon.
4: Is it? Yeah, okay. pretty much.
3: Okay. Bill, have you seen Mouse Hunt? I have not seen Mouse Hunt. Oh uh, my God!
0: We just failed.
3: No, we just picked oh, a new episode oh. for the show. We just we did. failed,
0: Keith. So sorry,
2: <laughs> we didn't fail. We succeeded in finding a new episode because,
0: trust me, <laughs>
1: this movie is everything. Does
0: that mean I have to be? Honest? Is it
1: everything? Yes, it is does. it all the things? No, you I know mean. what? I'm sold. The cover has an olive on it. I'm I sold.
0: I know what he was talking about. You didn't have to Google it. Yes?
1: I did. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about.
3: I knew what he was talking about.
1: Okay. I guess I found another movie for some point for us to cover on the show.
3: And wasn't like Nathan Lane into producers as well. At I some mean, point, so, yes, yeah. yeah, so, yeah.
1: yes, he
2: was both in the movie and on Broadway.
3: Yep. I don't know if I've ever seen him in other movies. I
1: recognize the actors. I'm sure I have, but I can't think of anything he was in off the top of my head.
0: I think he did some Broadway.
1: That's a, a lot of Broadway. Saying. A lot of Broadway, yeah.
0: Okay, fine. He did a lot of Broadway. I wasn't sure.
2: But they also have this really cool thing called IMDB that you can look up actors <laughs> yeah, I, and be like,
0: oh,
1: my
2: God, where <laughs> do I know them from?
0: Or Wikipedia. <laughs> that works as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting sometimes when I run into actors that, like, I sort of recognize but I can't name any movies because I'm normally – I feel like I'm kind of good at that. I'm better. You are, yes. I'm way better. But no, I mean, everybody did such a great job, and I, like, this movie also was, one, you know, very liberal, because it's 1996, and also the fact that, like, some of the stuff they did, like, making the, everything with Gene Hackman being a senator, and then being a senator from Ohio, that made me
3: laugh (laughs) my ass off. But
0: he pulled it off, so, he did it so well, it was
3: so funny. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, but we just also mentioned director Mike Nichols is uh, a celebrated director, uh, most Prominently known for *The Graduate*. Oh, uh, never seen that? Oh, come on! I, I'm the, not sure I,
0: what I'm gonna do with this man, you
3: guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, *The Graduate*. Lots of other.
1: You're good. She's just she's just telling how she can't understand how I haven't seen movies.
0: Above. No, I yeah. go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bill.
3: <laughs> but I would say he did uh, *Carnal Knowledge*, *Catch 22*, which is good. Uh, *Closer*, which one was more recent ones. He hasn't. I think is he still alive? <laughs> um he is not
2: still alive unfortunately he <laughs> passed away in 2014 okay uh, his last movie was the tom hanks vehicle charlie wilson's war which i seem to remember being a movie
3: i remember That's that being a movie right. as well but i don't yeah. think anyone saw it i didn't uh, the, see it, uh,
2: oh you, didn't you know what I no i it. i did see it the only reason i saw it was for philip seymour hoffman
3: mm. Which is oh, a great, right. fair. Movies. Yeah. That is a very good reason to see a movie. He also yeah. did Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? That one, like, yeah. dang, okay. That sounds dang.
0: familiar. Did, I, d- th- I don't think I saw it, though.
3: I saw
1: Regarding Henry. I'm looking through his. Congratulations. So I did see that. So I saw a movie he Congratulations, did. Congratulations,
0: baby. Yeah.
1: Wolf is pretty good, too. The
2: Jack Nicholson uh, Wolfman reboot. That was pretty good. I like Primary Colors. Have not seen he's, that one? He's done some good stuff.
3: Yeah, he's won a bunch of Oscars. He's he has 7 wins according to this uh this thing I'm looking at right here. 43 nominations. Not too shabby at all. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a very celebrated director. So, this is it's this is a really uh, yeah, I really like this movie. I was very interested to see what I was interested to see how I re- would react to it now. It's been probably a good decade since I've seen it before last night. But again, like you say Ken, I could almost recite it due to the <laughs> 50, 60 times I'd seen it previously. So as I'm watching it, I'm just remembering all the beats and, and still enjoying it. I really, I think this movie's pretty great. I think like you guys all said, it's the, the performances are across the board good from everybody. And I really love the portrayal of this couple. I don't know what the temperature of um, same-sex partners was in that era, like that mid-90s. I'm sure I was very crappy as a human being. Cause again, I was probably I was fifteen when this came out. Yeah. And every 15-year-old on the planet stinks. Sorry, if you're 15 and uh, listening to this. Fair. If you're 15 and listening to this, you are not your best self. <laughs> <laughs> this this you are not. Don't and No, I know I wasn't. Do
0: better, 15-year-old Bill. Do better.
3: Yeah, and you're always you're you, the worst thing that can happen to you as a 15-year-old is you stay the same. Because if you stay the same, you're still your worst self. You should yeah. only improve. From there. So look, most of the
2: people from my high school would like to have a word with you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, By 16, I already knew that, you know, I liked the ladies, but I was also into the fellas. So this was like right on the cusp of me, you know, coming out to my friends. So this, it hit different for me.
3: Yeah. I, this is, yeah, this for me, again, I grew up in Northern New Jersey You can make some stereotypical assumptions that are probably correct. Hey, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, you can (laughs) stereotypes sometimes are are couched in reality. I, I, this is going to be a bit of an aside, just kind of show you the neighborhood I lived in. This is this has context. I was at my mom's house about a month ago or so, and I was going through the piles of stuff that are just everywhere in her home, and I came across my high school yearbook. I opened it to the front cover. And a quarter of the inside front cover, you you first open it up, it's the front cover. And that's like where all your important friends put their signatures in your yearbook and notes. One quarter of the yearbook was penned by a friend, Gene Monaco. And I remember him. And when I opened it up, it is horribly racist. The most horribly racist post on a yearbook. And I'm looking at this thinking – was this like something I thought was funny at the time? Because I was pretty crappy, but not that crappy. And then I realized what happened today. I realized, I'm like, oh, he wrote this in there because he knew my mom was probably going to find it open it oh. up to see what my friends wrote. And so he just wrote the most racist stuff he could possibly think of on this front cover. So I, I don't know what to do with this thing. This has, I, and I don't care. It's a yearbook. crap. I don't name these people. I don't care <laughs> it, it, it could be incinerated. I don't, I really don't care, but uh, it's, I don't know. So that's the kind of environment I lived in. It wasn't as bad as the racist stuff he wrote in my yearbook, but a lot of that was still there. And especially with, when it came to same sex uh, couples and, and yeah. queer people, there was definitely a, a a bias and a negative connotation to a lot of that stuff with the way I grew up in this culture that I grew up in. And I'm sure that was not un, uncommon. I'm sure that was pretty common everywhere in the country. I like to think we as a people have have come around on that. Mostly. Mostly, I hope.
4: Yeah. I, I know, I know. I, know.
3: I live in Texas. Shush. And- yeah. Shush.
4: <laughs> yeah. Shush.
3: I, I live in Texas. I live in, right outside of Austin. That's kind of basically Brooklyn. Oh, South well, North. Austin is different. Austin yeah. is in Texas. Yeah, Austin is it's Brooklyn It's more when you South. get in the
1: rural areas, I think, right? Because like I'm from Milwaukee, and I'm, I remember growing up in in middle school, and even high school, like that, you know, saying someone was gay was, it was meant to be an insult. Like, I yes. remember that. Right. Yeah. I think we grew up and would you know don't think like that. Would never utter those words. I and we're talking to an old buddy of mine, and we were talking like, God, this is two thousand some. No, this is like let's say twenty, the twenty odds. And he made some kind of joke. Like, oh, you're gay. I'm like, what? 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 What year do you think this is? Like, <laughs> did you not grow up from eighteen? I'm like, what? We're in our twenties, like almost thirty. Like, what? I
3: have a. I have. A we haven't talked really since. I was like, okay, I'm a, good. I have a dear friend who still says certain things that are not okay. Now they're not as as bad as that like he you know, he wouldn't use that kind of st- wor- the words but he says certain things where i go man you can't use those words anymore but he says it with no venom or malice it's just like he it's like your casually racist grandpa who said like <laughs> I, I, I have family members who say very casually racist things but it's not with there's no malice it's just the words they've used for 60 years like they, yeah. they, there's and that ever happens my brother and i just go can't say that anymore <laughs> can't say that Again, there's no malice. It's just kind of people refusing to change or being unable to. But anyway, I guess I guess that that was the environment this was released in. And to your point, Ken, this is a pretty progressive movie for 96, you know, like extremely. Yeah, I mean, we think about the late mid to late 90s as this wonderful, amazing time where everyone had money and the government wasn't insane and (laughs) and and everything was uh, everything was in Technicolor and. The Spice girls were able to be a thing. The, the late 90s were not great. Like they still was oh. really crappy stuff going on in the late 90s. But you know, <laughs> still had the spice girls. So <laughs> <the> spice girls, <laughs> hey, listen, spice <those laughs> girls are fine. Whatever. I'm just saying, I, I mean we all kind of look at the late 90s as kind of like this golden era of of like I don't know if that was Gen X or millennials or whatever, but it was still a pretty crappy time. We still would not be as a society kind to the birdcage. Uh, which, of course, is a remake, and I, it's a very close remake to the original 1970 something, Lacage à fall? Is that how you pronounce that? I don't uh, know. Lacage à fall, yeah. Oh, okay. La Cage a fall, okay. Lacage à fall, which is 1978. 78, 78 uh, based off of a play. Yep, stage
2: play that became a musical, became a Broadway musical. That eventually became a movie. Now all that needs to happen is the birdcage needs to be turned into a musical and we can come full circle.
0: I <laughs> That's it. am there for that. I am yeah. there for all of that.
3: <laughs> I was looking through some scenes. I've seen the French movie. Again, when I was watching this like crazy, I did see the French movie. It didn't translate because it's in French and subtitles. <laughs> uh It's, it's good, also though. a bit meaner. Is it? I don't I don't remember. I was looking at a couple of clips before this recording and it, um, some of the lines are even line for line. Like it's very similar to what uh, Mike Nichols did, even just in not even just in concept. But uh, is it meaner, though? I don't th- that I didn't catch.
2: It, there's a little bit more mean spiritedness in the conservatives than there is in this one. Because French conservatives are the fucking worst.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, <It's French. laughs>
1: I love the conservative humor in this. I oh. The part when Gene Hackman was on the phone talking about the senator he worked with, he's like, he died in whose bed did he die in? He died in a prostitute's bed, and, she, and she's a minor, and she's black. And I'm just laughing through that. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs>
2: Like, I got to say something about that. The line, your money's on the dresser chocolate. That's my line that I used to use all the time with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bill had the shoes on the the making them fall down. I had the your money's on the dresser chocolate.
3: And so I love that. That's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was just hilarious and it, it it even i mean it felt like it really rang true even in today's world like you know idiots like that that you hear about it with some center you know saying this and that and it turns out oh wait they're doing the exact same thing that you know even worse than what they're preaching about
2: yeah it's like all of the ultra-right politicians who get caught up in the gay scandals. That are campaigning against the, you know, everything homosexual. And it's it's something that still hits now. Like, even in the mid 90s, this was a thing that happened. And this was after the OJ trial. Like, so much had happened in the 90s.
1: They make a joke. Don't they make a joke about the OJ trial in this too?
2: Uh, yeah, that uh, National Enquirer reporter ended up gaining a lot of weight since the OJ trial.
1: Okay, mm. that's what it was. Oh, yep.
0: I know it was something about
1: that. I mean, again, it you know, time and place. I mean that would have been a big thing in the nineties. Yeah. It was. I was young, I didn't care. So.
0: <laughs> we watched yep. it on T V at school.
3: <laughs> yep. So Man, your we. teachers were, your teachers were lazy. <laughs> 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 like and then oh when the
0: this verdict is... came back, a kid ran down the hall going, The Jesus Lam <laughs> I remember
1: this vividly. Oh, God.
4: I was like, oh, okay.
1: There was one line early-ish in this movie that really kind of hit me that I I, I respected a lot and made me appreciate this movie. Realizing, like, how, you know, it's a funny comedy, but also, like, the more important to what they were saying. Robin Williams is, you know, because... His son comes there, and his son wants him to, you know, lie and say that he's married to this woman, that he's not a gay guy. And he makes a he makes a comment where it's like, "It took me, I think it was like 20 years to accept who I am. I'm not going to change it now."
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And that that really was powerful. I mean, it's like, you know, it really makes sense. And you have the everything that, that a man like that would have went through in the 80s with AIDS crisis and all that. Like, you know, to show like in the 90s, you know, they were starting where they, you know, he could he, he could be himself. And I thought that was really cool. It was a really powerful moment in this comedy movie that's supposed to be, you know, lots of jokes and stupidity and dick statues all over the place there at was the time. Lots of <laughs> <jokes>. <laughs> there was.
2: That is that is one thing that I really love about this movie is that it's not afraid to be a little sentimental at times. Mm-hmm. And like you would think they didn't play it all for just pure comedy. No. There's some very emotional beats in here, and it just it makes it better. I think this movie did a lot for just Showing a gay couple as a couple that just happens to be two guys. Yep. Yeah. And like it's, they go I,
3: through the same stuff all the time. And I think it's a very good portrayal of an older love, of a of a of a seasoned relationship, because they clearly annoy each other to no end. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> they know God. each just, other just, so well, you can tell they, they know each
0: other well.
3: Exactly. They they know each other's rhythms. You know, Robin Williams knows his partner's beats and how, how he is and, and the way he, he gets dramatic and, and how they get he dramatic. Is. He knows that. <laughs> and so when, when things happen, like for a beginning, when Starina refuses to go on, he's heard this a thousand times. <laughs> a thousand times and like, he just knows that it's going to require he, that, that she just needs the the attention and the, and just wants to be fawned upon as a star so I can prepare. And And it's, but it's why I I I love that because it's a very lived in relationship. And I think just to be again, in the era that this came out, that was pretty progressive as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another thing too, is that this movie really avoids the traditional affectations of a a gay couple where Robin Williams, you know, obviously a gay man in the movie doesn't, I don't say come off gay in the stereotypical way. You know, I think a lot of me, the mo- modern media falls into that trap as well, where, you know, there the certain, again, stereotypical affectations of a gay man, it doesn't have to be the case. I've known plenty of gay people that, you know, don't have that kind of, again, stereotypical way about them. So I think that was actually really cool, too, that they avoided that. And is there, again, like you say, Ken, they're just a couple. And they and that disappears into the background of this,
2: which is really great. Like, this, this movie won awards from yeah. GLAAD.
0: Oh, really? at the time. Yeah. It was his first stake award, too. I know that. But that's cool. I'm glad. Or
2: yeah, they praised it for, quote, going beyond the stereotypes to see the characters depth and humanity. The film celebrates differences and points out the outrageousness of hiding those differences. Yeah. Which
3: is it's, pretty dope. Yeah, it is. It's this is like a classic farce. Is that oh, kind of how? I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's great. It's a great farce. It's 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 excellent at that. And uh, but it but it has again a little more of that emotional weight to sustain it. It's ex- it's ex- it's mean, this is an excellent movie. I really I really love. It. I was so glad I watched it last night. It kind of brightened my day. <laughs> it really did brighten my. It was I was having a fine day, but it just made it a little better. It was just a lot. It's a funny. it's a lot of fun.
1: It, it was, and I mean that's also probably There was a very small scene in the in the in the in the beginning that made me laugh my ass off. Where when he's going he goes into the kitchen and you see some guy drop a drop like a meat and then pick it back up and put it back at the point he just he just tr- turns around like he didn't see nothing I don't know. as a guy who worked in the kitchen once like oh, that made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> five
4: second rule five
1: second uh, I mean <laughs> I, I, I just thought that was so funny and it okay,
3: I yeah I love that Robin Williams reaction to that We see that he just pretends didn't see that didn't see didn't
4: that,
3: see that. <laughs> plausible deniability this opening shot too we could just we can kind of walk through it a bit I think um, because. I think this is kind of movie that's pretty straightforward in its delivery, but we'll get to kind of like tiptoe our way through it and go on diversions, I guess. But the opening shot of from the ocean approaching South Beach into the birdcage is a really, really fun. The whole opening sequence is, I think, masterfully done. It's a wonderful opening five minutes. Um, from that slow, but not slow, but that from that feels like a plane. It's not a drone, obviously, but. Kind of that long, like plane shot into from South Beach, onto the beach, into the birdcage. You're seeing the environment. You have that wonderful "We Are Family" going. You have the, the performers on stage singing. It feels so fun. I have never personally been to a drag club. I just never was in my orbit. I no problem. I would go to one tomorrow. Doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I've seen drag performances in other places, but I've never been to like a like a traditional drag club. And club. yeah, and I and I. And I just, it just seems so damn fun. And what's really cool about it, too, is that every, every sort of person's in there. It's not a, again, just a you know, just you know, a gay people or anything like that in there. It's all sorts of people just enjoying a performance. And, uh, again, fun, lively atmosphere. Um, the introduction of Robin Williams' character is great. Kind of going around, saying hi, just obviously in control of the situation. I mean, this is just a wonderful open. Uh, it really and it, tells, was. and it tells you a lot She's about right characters. There. The kennedys are there. Yeah, which ones? Yeah, uh, yeah, which kennedys? <laughs> I did find that amusing.
1: Like, I think it's however this part or later on, he's like, "Let's just give them coffee."
0: Just give them coffee.
3: Give <laughs> them coffee. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the opening part.
1: It was it was funny. I mean, I also re- appreciate drag more than I used to because I watched too much RuPaul's Drag Race with someone. No, I don't
4: know what you're like, talking when, about. Like
1: when when there's a, when you get introduced to Starina, I'm like, she's not gonna have enough time to get dressed. I mean, they gotta <laughs> go on in five minutes. Let me take an hour and a half, two hours to get ready. Come on now. <laughs> and i'm like i shouldn't know that information but i do because of RuPaul so that's what went through my head i'm like i don't believe this mm.
3: that is the longest 5 minutes in the history of cinema i mean that really is like 5 minutes I mean, ken what do you while. think about the what do you think about that open ken well i love
2: the opening that is a great faux oneer. i mean obviously it's not a straight up yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. you know helicopter to crane to steady cam and all morph together but you know you you can tell if you're looking but it's really just as far as working as an opening, it gives you kind of a feeling of you're traveling to a faraway land, to a place where things aren't like you're used to. It gives you that kind of Alice through the looking glass feeling mm. when you're going into that.
3: A really good way of looking at it. Yeah, totally.
1: I didn't think about that, but no, I, I enjoyed the. Sh- Again, thanks to you guys. I appreciate the way things are filmed more now. So right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely did play a part. In this. I was like, oh, okay, this is filmed nice.
2: And uh, I, I can't mention. Mention enough, and we we haven't even talked about him yet. But the MVP of this movie, I gotta say, is Hank Azaria.
3: Oh, right. there's no question, Agador <laughs> Spartacus. <Agidor> <laughs> Spartacus.
4: <laughs> oh, he's so he was sweet.
1: hilarious! And, and just kept telling me, Oh, the guy from Godzilla, <laughs> the
4: guy from yeah. Godzilla.
0: He had no <laughs> yeah. idea what I was talking about because he didn't recognize I've them. seen
3: the movie once, but that was enough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I am. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about
3: that movie. <laughs> I've seen that movie way too many times. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those my dad bought out of nowhere. It was probably 5 bucks at the store he worked at, so he probably picked it up for 2.50. And it was a it was a tape in the collection. So I just watched <laughs> it. It had, it had a big monster in it. Not good, <laughs> but it's, it's an okay movie. movie. It's it's, it's,
2: uh, it's a fine movie, but the soundtrack it, is one of the best soundtracks of all time.
3: I don't I, I, I don't the soundtrack of it.
0: Does, does
3: that understand. count as a horror movie? Can we put that? No, in that movie? does not. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> unless you, unless you say <laughs> horrible. <laughs>
4: yep.
3: uh, it's actually not that bad. It's actually it's fine. not it's <laughs> fine.
2: But the whole the whole sequence of Agador calming calming Albert down and giving the Pyrin tablets yeah. as a fake
0: that placebo That was
3: funny. Oh, oh are
0: you giving God. him drugs? No, it's just an aspirin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
3: an aspirin with the A and the Z scraped off. <laughs> it's <just an> aspirin. <laughs> what I love about his character is that he's he's obviously you know, he's there, you know. Um, I'm not like I'm not a butler. I guess a housekeeper or just kind of. I, I mean, guess that's the best way of putting it. Like housekeeper. What does
0: housekeeper. he really do? He just flits around in like shorts and dust stuff. Does he cook? for them? <laughs> the housekeeper. He's, he's clearly not. Can't cook.
1: cook. We saw that he real fast. Does originally, he, for them? <laughs> he originally
2: was just going to be Starina's dresser.
3: Oh, we like,
0: oh, that makes much more sense.
2: But they loved him so much that they expanded his role.
0: Oh,
4: okay.
3: No. And thank God for that. <laughs> no he was fucking hilarious He's great and and what I like about him too is that he cares so much and then it feels very genuine yeah he, he, he cares about Starina you know he cares about what's happening he he spends a lot of time in this movie caring and being genuine and I and that's really fun and fresh and uh and again his comedy timing is just again oh but no sir I do not wear shoes. And then he blows out the blows out the the match. I do not wear shoes because they make me fall down. The comic timing of that moment is beyond reproach. It is wonderful. We kind of jumped that apart, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, he's fantastic, and he gets a great little opening here. And uh, when he's dancing to Gloria Stefan,
1: <laughs> that was hilarious.
3: That was really funny.
1: That made me laugh too. I was laughing a lot in this movie.
0: I think that surprised
1: him <laughs> it did because I, I wasn't going into this thinking i'd be I was like okay i just didn't know what to think and i i'm also not a big comedy guy like this is also the first comedy we've done on the podcast actually really? i Holy haven't i was shit. gonna look to confirm that before the recording but i forgot did not do that so okay. <laughs> but i'm pretty right. sure this is the first wow his first straight comedy
3: interesting. Yeah, I'd... Well, it's not
1: nothing straight about this. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But we don't really I don't normally do just like comedy films. This is like just a comedy film. We normally do dramas or action or something. Not something that you would classify as a comedy.
3: Mm. It's a uh, um yeah, it's it's definitely I guess interesting. I never I guess I I don't think I've been on a comedy with you guys, I guess. Huh, I, don't know. I don't do many. I'm not a big comedy
1: guy. And that That's also what surprised me with this was how much fun I was having with this movie because I'm usually I don't watch a lot of comedy. I don't like comedies usually. They're not my type of a movie.
3: And mm. I was in watching this, and I just couldn't stop laughing constantly. Very funny. This uh, was not, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, so so can Ken or somebody else. When Starina comes out, Starina's stage stage presence or stage character is this like old vaudevillian style performer? Is that a pastiche of this a, a known type of performer or person? It looks familiar, but I couldn't place it.
2: All I thought when I saw that was like, oh, we're channeling Norma Desmond from Sunset Boulevard, are we?
3: Okay. See? Yeah, okay. Like <laughs> <Okay. laughs> fair. Yep.
2: That is that is, you know, all those old, you know, you know, the Norma Desmond character and like Betty Davis, mm-hmm. like all those big old starlets. Those are a big well of inspiration for a lot of drag performers because they have that glamour, but they were also a little bit body.
3: And mm, yes, that's good. You oh, know, and they, I, had
2: to, they had to be not filthy, but toe the line. And that seems like a lot of fun to do. Yeah. I was they wrong. Are. We did do
1: one comedy. We did elf.
2: Oh, that's elf not a comedy.
1: A, that's yeah, a, like a Christmas. Movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh. yeah, we
1: did that. I mean, Scott Pilgrim, I wouldn't consider a comedy. No. It's just awesome. Um, Back to the Future. Now those are all different. Yeah. So really, only and then Ghostbusters. But I don't really consider that a comedy either. That's a dark comedy. But yeah, Elf would be the only other comedy we've done.
3: This is like, the only. This is probably the first like lighthearted. Again, like a farce, like a silly, yeah, yeah. A, a silly, crazy situation without with outside like like outlandish, but you know, bigger than life characters in an impossible situation trying to get out of it. And yeah, also a
2: strangely subdued Robin Williams. He's yeah. so good in this. Like was this is. so good, but he's so
1: not Robin Williams. No, he plays a much different character than like normal. I mean, you can see it slip in at different times, but it
3: it it is a much more subdued version of him. Was this pre or post Goodwill Hunting? I have no I idea. It was pre. I think pre. I think that makes sense, too, because obviously I Good Will Hunting was 99. Sounds about right. Unless let somebody with the party in it. 97, year after. Wow. Okay. Wow. So banger on top of banger. Okay. Wow. So yeah, he, this is, I guess when he was just starting to get into those more kind of, I want to say serious. Cause this is obviously clear comedy and Robin Williams has a couple of Robin Williams moments with his Twyla Twyla, you know, like, all that, <laughs> but of course in, um, which I again think he's, he's wonderful in, uh, in, in the other thing I just mentioned that escaped my brain, but that's interesting. That's a cool one, two punch. Look at that. Wow. He was really good, good, on, all good yeah, all, on all cylinders. Goodwill hunting. Thank you. He's sitting on all cylinders oh yeah, no, he's he just such a great actor in this. And
1: there's so much stuff that, like, I always wonder when I watch a Robin Williams movie how much stuff was in the script or what was just him doing it on the set and he said, fuck it, go with
2: it. Well, he, apparently Mike Nichols demanded one script take because both Nathan Lane and Robin Williams are furiously good improv people for scripting. So, mm-hmm. and like, this was on top, like Robin Williams star, I don't think had ever been bigger than it was here. Because 92, he was in Aladdin, and he was also in Toys. Uh, 93 was Mrs. Doubtfire. 90, pooh gosh, 94 was some smaller things. 95 was Jumanji. This was 96. Like, like, he just had a
3: run. You, you, you didn't even mention the, the wonderful Hook from 91? No, no, I forgot. Yeah, Hook yeah, was ninety one. Yeah, so that's a that's a banger. Wow, that's a.
2: And so was the Fisher King. The Fisher King getting... also had Dan Futterman, his son, in this one, playing a thug that harassed him.
0: Oh, Interesting. I've never seen that movie. I've never seen that
2: either. <laughs> that is, it's good, good, but I don't know if anybody here would like it. Bill, mm-hmm. I think you might
3: dig it because it's kind of esoteric. Yeah, I oh, God's been again 100 years. <laughs> Who directed that? Oh, Terry Gilliam, I was think. Was it Terry Gilliam? I was going to say. I just don't want to sound stupid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, don't, I, have, I don't remember. I mean, cool
4: hey,
1: you guys have introduced me to a lot of things. I'm I'm willing to watch strange ass movies for this podcast, so. All right. You know that.
2: Well, I tried, but one hour photo didn't
1: win. The oh, we'll still do it anyway. So I would
4: have done that. one. That it's gonna
1: happen good. anyway. Just, I like that movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the st- some of the stuff I put on a poll is gonna happen no matter what. Oh. Just
4: nobody <laughs> wanted to do love. a night. So nobody wanted to do Night
0: Listener. Then
1: apparently funny. not. <laughs> so I need more patrons <laughs> to, to vote. <laughs> I know it's only the
0: people who are on the show that actually love. <laughs> There
1: They are yes. Yeah. There's the others, but yes. And I like how this movie kind of tricks you like you first get like cause you have the thing earlier where he, the reason why his husband is freaking out is because of or I guess, like partner, because, you know, he saw a bottle of white wine, thinks he's cheating on him while he performs. And that's when you have like this random guy shows up to drink that he drinks the white wine with. And I had a spoiled for me immediately. That was his son because someone opened their mouth. That was sitting next to me, and I don't think I would have put two and two together because they they do no, a good job cares. pretending of they making it making job. you think. He
0: kisses them on the cheek. He brushes his fingers through the hair. Offers them wine and What do he
1: say? I don't remember, but it does okay. a good job of making you think it's you know he's cheating. And I thought that was
3: it's a good misdirection, yeah for sure. Um, but we c- I think we can all agree that that his son is just the worst, like just oh the worst. worst, the worst, like, yeah, you
0: apps L- love this movie i'm like what are you i love you dad but i don't act like you're gay and um the person who i've called mom my whole life cannot be here like, <laughs> like what
3: yeah that was kind of <laughs> uh... awful. even as probably i was probably 19 tw- or 20 or so when i was actually watching this you know every other week with my, with my girlfriend at the time, even then I real recognized. Oh, you suck. Like, you just stink. Like this whole movie could have been ended by, by, uh, by him just saying, no, go, go get, go screw, which he does. in that great moment that you mentioned, Mike, where he's like, I, I spent the last 20 years figuring out who I am. I'm not going to change who I am for some stupid Senator. And then he, then he kind of has that change of heart because it is his son that he, he loves very much. Which she kind of figures what's one night, but no one thinking, hey, this guy's gonna be part of the family. What do we do this every Christmas? Like, like, (laughs) this this is not a. My parents
0: are in Greece right now. (laughs) This
3: is yeah, this is not a sustainable ruse, sir.
0: No, it's not. I guess not. the idea is
3: like once you're married it won't matter anymore.
0: That's I think that's what they were thinking.
3: Maybe, but it's even then, it's you know, modernized stupid, yes. you, you just say, Well, screw you, parents, I'm gonna do what I want, and you get married anyway. Like
0: it wasn't just that, it was oh, you have to take all the penises out of your house.
1: <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: But then they forgot about the plates apparently. That was
1: oh. fucking hilarious. <laughs> the all you the have penis statues at, everywhere.
3: I have a couple of girls on my bowls. You don't have girls on your bowls. It's soup. Soup's ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
2: soup. It's sweet and sour peasant stew. Sweet sour peasant What uh, is sweet
0: sour peasant stew? I don't know. I just made it
3: up. <laughs> what am I, another, top, another top five line for me uh, is in that one. And again, like you said, Ken, Diane, we was it Weast or West? I, I just say Weast. It is Diane Weest. Diane Weest is a treasure. Oh, she goes, her. there's a there's an egg in my soup. Oh, what? And she goes, an egg. But her timing, <laughs> like she repeats it at half a second after. What's in your soup? An egg. Like, <laughs> like oh. <laughs> I don't know why. It's very funny. Just egg sitting there. So good. Oh no, yeah, that's called huevos. Very Guatemalan. They put eggs in everything. <laughs>
1: I, I just wonder, like, I again, some like of the... that was
0: just ad-lib.
3: Like, so know. much stuff felt ad-lib from Robin Williams, but...
0: I think they just give him a direction, and they're like, go.
3: Yeah, but it's Robin Williams. You ha- why not? When you have you a...
0: Just, yeah. Yeah.
3: You, you have that big talent big there. Idea. Yeah, I need to let him roll and, and go for it. It's... Yeah, it's... Yeah, he, he Val stinks, and... Yes. Oh, oh so yeah. So much. Yeah, and of course, obviously, this is a movie against a farce. You want to create this impossible situation, but... oof just unsettling watching it, especially with modern eyes. And even as a a younger person who watched it, I still kind of recognize it. You really suck. Like, Mm -hmm.
0: like even more, I I probably didn't as much when I was younger, but now I'm like, holy toxic. Yeah. 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 You know, I
1: guess the idea is that also would have been more accepted to 90s because it's all he's, you know, marrying this girl as a senator's daughter. So it's like, I
0: would have never asked my parents to do
4: that. No, it's never.
1: (laughs) No, it's something that like, you Look at now and go, Yeah, that's a pretty shitty. Person, like, why are yeah. you doing He's the true villain,
2: and as
4: as
0: <laughs> he was yeah. Like, Dad, you can't gesture and fix the way you walk. I'm like, What the? <laughs> this is awful. Uh, <laughs> and we have to hide Albert,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's not easy to hide a person, <laughs> especially a very, you know,
4: dramatic, <laughs>
1: yes, <a> very emotional, <laughs> dramatic person.
4: Oh. Uh.
1: <laughs> like and then it's right after this when you get introduced to Gene Hackman Barbie and the fa- that family and I think that's when you have the whole senator thing happens where the senator found dead that we were talking about earlier <laughs> still so fucking hilarious uh, the, <sighs> the best thing question
0: whose best he found I love that <laughs> <laughs> he knew
1: He knew. <laughs> well yeah again it's so funny he's part of like the moral code or something that he was supposed yeah. to be saying yeah, I was I thought some,
2: what was the name of that commission oh,
3: it's the, uh, the coalition for moral order <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a government name for a thing that that is such a government ass name yes. for government ass thing. Yeah, and the funny thing like, like it
1: Nazi two like easily
3: yeah, happen really. now
1: easily some yeah. senator would be like oh we can't do this like you know let's say a, someone in Florida I could see someone in Florida saying that and like oh look guess what he was with a minor. Hmm. you know so oh, that, that wasn't that, didn't seem that far off oh, I just everything was so hilarious with that and and the way Gene Hackman does did his performance in this movie was so good.
0: So what was the thing with the candy? Was he like he kept saying, "Give me a piece of candy." And yeah, it was like to... his
3: nervous, like kind of his, like his nervous yeah. kind of like what he's oh, okay. his, an- his anxious anxiety kind of like
0: just saying he needed to suck on
3: something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think it was more of like I just need sweets because I'm Robin anxious, Williams and I'm panicking. Yeah, you know, panic eating, I guess. Oh. But yeah, I need some candy. <laughs> I was just
0: wondering because I will <laughs> doesn't
3: like really take it out of the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes it out of the garbage. Yeah. She's throwing away all his candy because clearly he's anxious all the time.
0: All the time, he eats mm. too much candy.
1: Yeah, and then this is when the movie cuts back to all of a sudden. My brain is Robin Williams' his partner, Can't Albert. Think of, Albert. Albert, when he's shopping at the market, and I just love like that. That actor does such a good job playing this part. Just the way he moves and everything, like it's so
3: good. When the schmecken beckons. <laughs> <laughs> And I like the fact that as he's going through the marketplace, everyone's friendly. Everyone knows him. Everyone hes just one of the one of the people, the regular shot. Again, this is a very progressive thing for 96 to treat them. Again, there's just people in an environment that, you know, happens to be gay and nobody except the, nobody except for Val is concerned about them. And the senator is not concerned because he doesn't even know who they are yet. The only person that's really in this movie that's really concerned with their sexuality is the person who should be the least concerned, which is the guy that grew up as as their as their parent, as his parents. Senator Senator Keeley is a politician. He He doesn't believe anything. He's a politician. He doesn't necessarily believe everything he says anyway. He's just trying to give votes for his state that he's in. Right. And so. it is
1: Ohio, which made me laugh because Ohio yeah. is still is a conservative it was state. So, okay. yeah, a conservative state in the 90s is still a conservative state. So I just thought that was funny too. Mm-hmm. I don't know; it amused me, and it was also amusing that it was Ohio, not like a, a like a Texas or another state that you would you know consider more Republican.
0: They needed to go from cold to hot.
1: Yeah, good point. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, like even the first like some of the early parts, because you have like this is around the time where you have them talking about the marriage, and then Barbie's like. Where we're senator, you know, they're like, Oh, we're gonna announce this marriage and we're gonna go, you know, meet the family and have dinner, and then you know that will help take the press away from the, the fact nuggets. that yeah, the fact that you know the senator was a pedophile. So <laughs> I thought like the stuff with that was just hilarious. Like when they catch him climbing down the ladder and start interviewing him, <laughs> that was funny as hell. I laughed hard.
3: And Diane and Diane Wees is so good as basically the the, the the person who holds this thing together politically, yeah. he's just there to say words clearly read from scripts he's terrible off the cuff as you see on the ladder which let's be honest who would be really thing. A- yeah <laughs> yeah he kind of does a- yeah he does the nixon thing she's clearly behind the scenes keeping things together politically for that family so she's very good in that in that role
1: i just i wonder if the peace signs are in the script or he just did it because nothing screams i'm not a crook than someone going peace signs say i'm not guilty i didn't <laughs> do it here peace like it I mean, everybody, I feel like when you see that, someone do that, especially a politician that's being, you know, saying they're dudes, you know, they're going to, that's what's going to pop in your head immediately next. Nixon. Uh, that's all I just thought. I just laughed my ass off at that part. So I'm like, ah, it's a good one, movie, good one. Ken, any thoughts to that?
4: Well,
2: I mean, not more than what's already been okay. said.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, trust me, no, I am still here. but
0: Please
4: pay attention. <laughs>
1: It's not gonna go away now.
0: No, here i have forever Keith, and I think I might call Bill Bob now.
4: <sighs>
1: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and it's around this time that you have a val telling them that they're coming for dinner and that's when you have like we gotta you know make elbert disappear elbert's gonna be the uncle or stuff like that and then i liked his pink socks
0: though why can't a man wear pink socks
1: a man can in, in i in my opinion just fine especially in 2023 nobody would think anything but i feel like the 90s would have been much more i
0: guess
1: so i mean i remember dumb shit that like i wouldn't do or the thing people would, because 96, I don't think I would have been in middle school yet. I can't remember. I would have I been 11, maybe that's middle school. But the dumb shit people would say to each other and like the things you'd be judged upon, like that completely fits 96. I'm like, oh, you got pink socks on. Oh, like I can see that. I mean, stupid, I, but
4: yes.
3: Yeah. I it, it still happens. It still happens, yeah, obviously, today. As far as socks go, I love bizarre, strange socks. I do not, and I repeat, I do not own a pair of just black socks. I that's refuse. That's all I own. I don't, I don't own a single pair of black socks. If I'm at a funeral, I have maybe a less outlandish, like, <laughs> herringbone that I'll put on, perhaps. I, I love so strange... Fine, I have probably maybe 50 to 60 pairs of bizarre socks. Can I, start
0: and doing I that for you? I,
3: no. I, on, I, own, I just own everything. I have socks that had my dog's name on them and face. It wasn't... But it was a Pekingese or Pekingese dog's socks. <laughs> I have... Socks. I have my worker monkey socks, which is like a chimpanzee in a suit with a bunch of red staplers surrounding it. On I guess a blue background. I have all sorts of just. I've a few video game themed socks, of course. I love strange socks. I don't own anything that's. I don't own a pair of black socks. I actually had because for a while my my mom would get me like socks for because I I like socks. Give me if you if you're stuck on a gift, get me weird socks. That's like kind of my thing. Just get get me some. If you find the stupidest pair of socks you can find, I'm into it. Send them. But for some reason, she didn't get the part where I say stupid or fun. So she would just give me black socks. And then one day, this is probably like maybe six or seven years ago, I look underneath the bed and I have a bag full of black socks that were never worn. I threw them out. I'm like, I, I might donate them. I might donate. Them. I think I put them to like the Goodwill or something. I didn't I didn't throw them out. I didn't the Goodwill. I'm like, I'm not going to ever wear these. Again, if I'm at a funeral, I may have like a pair of red Socks that has like a simple pattern on them, but no. So anyway, pink socks. <laughs> but at the time,
0: find Bob a pair of
3: socks. Yeah, but on at the time, you're right though. That was definitely something that your friend in middle school be like, "Oh, you're pretty gay. You gay guy. Oh, yeah Pink socks on," and just a loathsome person uh <laughs> would would do such a thing. But it happens today. My son unfortunately got uh, got shamed by his cousins because he likes to run Princess Peach in Mario Kart. And they're like, "Why do you like Princess Peach?" He's like, "Cause Princess Peach is cool." And after that happened, because his his cousins are quite a bit older than him, and he was like four or five at the time. He stopped running Princess Peach. So ever since then, I've always been like, "Dude, run Peach. Peach is awesome. Peach is cool. Come on, run Peach." Yeah. And, Peach is lightweight, more maneuverability. Yeah. Yeah, and she's just cool, and it's fine. It's okay for a boy to like Princess Peach. It's perfectly fine. I w- I was livid when I, I heard them worry, say man. that. I was livid. I was I was. Yeah. Anyway, I can't get into that. Anyway. <laughs> So so yes, can I get the state still have that you today. were in at the time? <laughs> no, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I know
1: two of the states you, you have lived in, and both of them uh, can fit.
3: Well, they are, yes. They were originally from the Lone Star State. But it's surprising <laughs> to come. But it's honestly surprising from the family that, that they are in because it's, you know, again, they're Austinites. So they they should not be <laughs> thinking like that. Uh, Especially in the, I mean, I, frickin' Mario Kart. Like, right? come on, people.
0: Who cares? <laughs>
1: I mean, I get like, oh, how dare you play as a girl? But I mean, to be honest, Peach is one of the better, <laughs> one of the better drivers.
3: Yeah, so, yeah he's one of the better are ones. Better
1: at sports. <laughs> <That's laughs> I mean, to be fair, at the time that we're recording this, the current three-point champion in NBA or not the NBA? League. Yeah, is a woman. She scored the highest points ever, which, which used to was Stephen Curry. Our so. only
0: winning team in Minnesota is the women's basketball team. The, they got to championships almost every year. What
2: about the Vikings? <laughs> the Vikings
3: can't beat shit. No, they right, can't. They
0: can't. And Mike is still a fan.
3: Uh, That's it goes. And the Wild are pretty average. Yeah. Always.
0: Aver- they were good when they started, and now they've gone. <laughs> uh,
3: and then the next scene that you
1: have you have the family, the Republican family driving home, driving from Ohio to Florida, which is there were a couple of funny scenes with this. Like I could feel like he knew he was being followed at one point because he and Gene Hackman just like turned the wheel really fast to get on an exit. Yeah. yeah.
3: There.
1: <laughs> so I'm assuming like he realized that you know this guy's following us. Like this car has been here way too long.
3: Again, career politician. I'm sure, he's seen it all before. So yeah, trying to trying to shake the tail, and uh, he is right. un- unsuccessful in doing so. You got to do more than that to chick a tail. So, mm-hmm. pretty sure. In the meantime, they're trying to basically uproot their lives just for one dinner party dinner with the Keelys, hiding all the penis statues.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny though. They're putting
3: putting up he just, like, moose heads and around? crucifixes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> putting up moose heads and crucifixes. All <laughs> that crucifix. It for the moose head. Oof. Oh, we're bringing it back
1: tomorrow. That was funny. The moose I head do. was funny. The crucifix was hilarious. And you have the all cruci- the
0: queens that are, like, doing stuff that was great <laughs> <friend.
1: laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> oh, one of the best lines in that entire scene. Look, don't add. Just subtract.
3: Subtract. <laughs> <laughs> but then the crucifix comes up during a dinner party when Keely's like, all I see here, not a lot of fancy books on the shelves, just a cross. And a whole bunch of good family feeling. <laughs> and- like, yeah. Dang. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you got the whole Nancy Drew collection.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> just fit. I
0: remember when they got the cross, he's like, yeah, and they threw in these books for free. <laughs> uh, That's what those books
1: were. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty damn funny. I, I, I was laughing a lot with this. And then this, I think this is, oh, yeah, this is when you have them on the beach, Robin Williams and Albert, and the whole everything with that scene where he's trying to convince them not to come home to the apartment. I mean, they, they did a good job of it. And the way that, like, you know, he keeps faking it. He's like, oh, I hurt my leg. Oh, I hurt my knee. Oh, I hurt my arm. Oh, don't, you know, <laughs> don't go to the apartment. And then, like, how upset Albert. Well, and rightfully, Albert gets the apartment and finds out, like, the whole place is just everything is missing.
4: We've been robbed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they took all our statues. The ones with
0: the penises.
1: It's it's definitely, you know, it was it was powerful, too, you know, in itself, like, how upset Albert was. And he was all right. Like, what they were doing was wrong. You know, and, and it, it was good. Like, you know, here's, like, someone that's a family member. Like, oh, you got to disappear because they don't like gay people. Like, and you can't play off. Like, it was just. That
0: was the worst part about the whole movie. The
1: overalls. Yeah. But it was this powerful moment, too. Yeah. You know, and then, like, they started to kind of, like, they're trying to do it, but they're also trying to, like, incorporate him. Like, oh, you're going to be the uncle. And then you have them go to the diner and him trying to teach him how to walk. And, like, there was some funny stuff with it, but it did feel 90s. <laughs> it really did feel 90s. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, God, That the scene in the restaurant where they're where Albert's trying to walk like John Wayne. <laughs> no, it's great. I just never realized he walked
3: like
1: that. <laughs> and I, I wonder if that was in the script or
4: not.
3: And, and what a great piece of physical acting that was. I mean, a physical comic acting, him getting up and doing the John Wayne. How did I am? It's so... <laughs> beautifully done incredible
1: it just shows you how good of actors they both are and it made me really appreciate it. like these are some really good damn actors
3: and I think it also plays with uh, which again I think it's very cleverly I think it cleverly plays with straight ser- stereotypes as opposed yeah. to gay stereotypes hey Al, uh, third fourth uh, how about that Dolphins game fourth and thirty from the fourth <laughs> line and fourth and thirty from the eight yard line punts it what do you think uh what do you think <laughs> betrayed <laughs> Bewildered. <laughs> <What was it? laughs> <Ashamed>. Bewildered, <laughs> portrayed, ashamed, uh, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but there's like showing that there are stereotypes for other you know sexuality, straight stereotypes is very funny and very uh well observed. Yeah, I liked
1: it. Yeah. And I did like the stuff when they go to meet Val's mom. Like I thought that was interesting. I also really like that actress. I could think about with Big Bang Theory, though. She's a, <laughs> she's the mother of Leonard in that.
4: Uh
1: I can't remember her name. She's a great Shane actress.
2: Baranski. She's done so many better
1: things than that show. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a I unfortunately am a big fan of that show now. You're welcome. Which I'm not okay with, but I watched it three times all the way through. So You're
4: welcome.
1: That's why. But no, I I, I completely agree with you, Ken. I'm sure she must have done much better things than that show, which is that's unfortunately where I knew her from.
0: She has. She's a really good actress.
2: Yes, very good. She was great in Chicago. Uh, she was great in Adam's Family Values. Also, Nathan
1: Lane was great in at- Adam's Family Values. Oh,
0: I forgot they were both in that. We need to get yep. you to watch It's
1: impressive movies. how many movies we have named in this podcast that Mike has never seen.
0: I'm telling you guys, we need to help him.
1: <laughs> Intervention
0: right here and now. What's wrong? I mean,
1: that's what the podcast is doing. How many movies you look at what I've been doing this whole year <laughs> in general.
0: Pretty much watching movies you haven't. Is that what you've been doing?
1: Yeah, Back to the Future 2. Uh, Back to the Future 1.
0: You never those
1: No, people. I never did. Oh. So, give you examples. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm always working on that. There is something wrong. I, I know, I just really like the whole, like, when he's at the, you know, at the club, at the, at her office, and ne- whatever the hell she does, They never really explain. I was curious.
3: I think she's a fitness person. Okay. Yeah, she runs a series, like, of gyms, I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: I liked all that, where he just leaves Albert outside in the lobby, and then when Albert finally comes in, she has her hand down his shirt. <laughs> you feel
0: that hair? It
1: wasn't there before. <laughs> that was
3: hilarious. I
0: like the secretary reading the blonde secretary reading
3: Nietzsche. I don't know. I why. know that was, that was, my was favorite. very funny a little beat. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, very good, very, I was very.
0: Like,
3: Is she reading
1: Nietzsche, and Mike was like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? Everybody. Why, knows why the so. heck not? Uh, and I, I found it funny that Albert just leaves, takes the car and goes, and and you can't really drive, and, and Robin was like, "Yep," probably left the parking brake on and drove it, you know, <laughs> all the way back. Oh, that was. And
0: then he asked for his questions
1: that was hilarious though like everything with that like it all made sense like you know he comes you know he's already upset to begin with and then all of a sudden he thinks his partner's cheating on him like it all made sense it was hilarious though
3: yeah his his reactions are oversized but they're not unwarranted you yeah, know given right. the even the lack of information and how much crap is being done to him like he's being yeah. manipulated horribly in this whole situation so again i think maybe as a younger person i might have looked at it as like oh wow well, he's really just taking this all too much but oh boy He's being he's clearly someone who's sensitive, right? He's a sensitive person. And he's now being told basically, you're not good enough to meet the parents of the of my son's future wife. You need to hide you. You can't just be Uncle Al. Yeah. Because Uncle Al that
2: basically you helped raise.
3: Raised him. Like you raised this kid, your little piglet. You raised your little piglet, and now your little piglet's like, "Uh, hey, hey, Al, sorry." You hide in like a closet for four or five. Literally hide in a closet. Just hide in a closet for four hours, and and then come back out. We'll just pretend you're not there. And
0: I mean, I don't know if his reactions were over the top because I'd be, uh, I don't know if I'd be crying, but I'd be pissed.
3: You'd be are, pissed. His reactions are very genuine to like a, a very dramatic person. Yes. I know where I'm not watching. I'd be
0: throwing stuff. I'd be like, fuck you. Yep.
3: All that sounds true.
1: <laughs> I've seen you very angry. Yeah. yeah. The day
0: before our wedding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a few times. But, oh, yeah. No, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. He wouldn't be a nice. i <laughs> say that. But, no. Like, getting the toothbrush was hilarious. So, like, it's in a little velvet pouch. He's like, I came back for my, <laughs> my toothbrush. <laughs>
0: to brush Miss Albert.
3: That's why I'm... There's nothing out in Las Cruces other than as much as cemeteries. That's why I'm packing light.
0: Like, it's so dramatic. It's so... It's, I need to brush my teeth in the grave.
3: But again, he's his emotions and his hurt is extremely warranted. Yeah. It's just his reactions to those... The way he expresses those emotions and deals with it are very funny and very theatrical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And well, he does perform on stage every so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he Probably takes a little bit of that with him.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And it it felt so good. And like, and how real it felt when Robin Williams' character goes and follows him to the bus station and has him sign that wasn't a prenup. What was it?
0: Was it? Palimony. So I had no idea there was such a thing. They kept saying palimony. I had to Google it. I was like, I don't know what this is. What is this word? They're just. Is it a re- it up.
3: Is it a real thing? I, I Yeah,
0: it's like you pay, essentially you pay alimony to a person you're not married to. Okay. If you break up.
3: That's what would it have, is. Would it have same-sex marriage been legal in 96?
0: That doesn't
3: mean No, I don't scary. think so. Okay. Oh, I don't think I don't think so at all. I mean, that was a. Not in
0: Florida.
3: Well, Florida <laughs> yeah. was less than what, what Florida in 2023 now is. Well,
1: I don't feel like Florida was that bad in 96, Mm-mm. but I could be wrong. I just feel like Florida is just going straight. Yeah. I do feel down.
0: like South Beach South Beach was properly portrayed.
1: <laughs> Probably. Okay, but yeah, that makes sense then too more. I think you know, if same-sex marriage wasn't allowed then and if some be- and hell, the Ohio congressman had his way, it wouldn't be allowed now either.
4: So
3: <laughs> Well, it's uh, so according to this very quick Google search, it sounds like the first state that allowed same-sex marriage was Massachusetts and that was in 2004. So Oh, wow. And we have really come progressive in this last 20 years. And in fact, the uh, the Journey to Marriage Equality, the Defense of Marriage Act was signed into law in 1996 and defined marriage by the federal government as between a man and a woman. So it allowed states to ban uh, same-sex yeah. marriages. So even at that, in this era of 96, 97, it was not. The only way was against that palimony agreement where – you're just my pal
4: you're my pal
3: <laughs> that I love deeply and want to share my life with my pal it was just it was all, again a real powerful
1: moment, and now that makes even more sense you know now that i because i couldn't i wasn't I was wondering about that, but that makes sense. I just don't God, a lot has happened since like i graduated I graduated high school in six but a lot has happened since then, and I really think about it. I mean we're trying to take steps ahead I mean this country's been doing both sometimes I think
4: it's going in the last
1: out. few years certain parts <laughs>
4: but so okay
1: no it was just such a just such a good moment too. just seeing them connect and he's like here sign this and he's like here you own half the club he's like i own half the club I'm like yes no he owns the club i thought he don't
3: have the club
0: i thought he said albert owned the club am i wrong somebody tell me
3: no i think you're right i think i think you're right i think she, He's like the, i think you're right i think he does say that you know but He's he's like because he goes. I don't want all this, Armand. He's like, well, the club's already yours. So it yeah. sounds like the club was is in okay. Albert's name. It's name, but he. But I,
0: didn't I, that apparently.
3: And I I forget the exact line, but it's a very touching line because again, none of this is played with any sort of schmaltz or sentimentality. This is played as Robin Williams' character, and I'm just bad with the character names. Y'all know this by now, but his character is basically saying, "Armand, thank Armand, thank you." Armand Arman is basically saying to Al. I love my love for you is deeper than any of this other stuff. And it, so it's not like he's apologized. He's just being very direct. And he's being like, "Yeah, he's like the the best part of coming home is knowing you're there or something like that. I forget the exact line, but it's a very beautiful line. It's a very tender known lived in love that, that I think is really great and touching. And I love the fact as as he's trying to get his partner to come back home, you're a real pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a, uh, uh-huh. a, a grandma, grandpa type of uh, comment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can see like a grandma, gra- grandpa, like, you knew just a pain in my ass sometimes. And she, her laughing like, well, so are you. But <laughs> knowing that those words just don't, they don't sting. They're just, just. part of this really tight bond. And, and they in this in this movie, they, I don't think they ever, I don't think they ever kiss or anything. They just kind of hold hands in that scene. It's yeah. very lived in. Again, I keep saying it over and over again, but it's, it feels very real and genuine, and not an ounce of schmaltz or sentimentality. I take it all. I, it doesn't matter. The only reason it's I love this is because you're a part of it, and I I think that's a very it's an awesome take on this kind of relationship. And again, very progressive for the '90s too.
0: You make me cry, <laughs>
1: Oh, but it was—it was really powerful, and and this is also when he cancels the mother and tells her, "Oh, yeah, don't come."
0: <laughs> and he leaves a.
1: No- he leaves a message a with her blonde secretary, and
0: then he leaves a note, and then
1: the-, the note's later, but yeah. Oh,
0: whatever. He leaves a note, and they take it
1: off. Yeah, but at the same, after he tells her not to come, that's when she she calls, and then Val tells her to come anyway. Yeah, Armand calls her, tells her no, and then Val says yes because Val is not accepting of his gay parents because Val well, is the villain of this movie.
0: All he sees is to- see. ha. <laughs>
1: That's fair. He is 20, so it makes sense. He blinded the
0: 30 year old pussy. (laughs)
1: 18 in this movie. And this is also, we talked about earlier this is when you see Robin Williams and Albert first time in a suit and you have the pink socks. (laughs) I mean, I get it. It was stupid to get all mad about the pink socks. And that's why they have him hide and lock in a room and say he's a dog later on. Like, that's (laughs) because he has pink
4: socks.
1: (laughs) I mean, some men I feel would pass as straight that are more feminine, that like, you know, I mean, that's happened. I mean, yeah, people believe Elton John was straight for a long time. So, yeah.
3: more that? Yeah. Though. I mean. <laughs> it's like not really. Yeah, I mean, let though. I mean. Did, yeah. did they
0: really? <laughs> I'm sure some people did. Some people did.
3: But that I, moment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, also, I, a funny thing that Ken can relate to. That I forget what year it was, Ken. But I know when, it was Summerfest for the Harley-Davidson Fest when they had Elton John come to perform as their hidden guest. Oh. You know what I'm talking about, right? I
2: remember that.
1: It did, and it was a bunch of Harley guys, and they just flipped out and, like, rioted and, like, broke down fences, and we're all, because they, <laughs> they hid it for like for weeks and weeks or months, They're like, oh, we have the special hidden guest coming to play they at the end of the concert. It's <laughs> awesome, like, the Rolling Stones or something. There was talk like that, like, oh, you know, again, how people are, and then it's Elton John, which is a great performer, but you're playing to a bunch of bikers, and it it was it did not work out too well, and then she got fired, pretty sure, afterwards, so, person in charge.
3: Wow. But that scene we were talking about with with the the, the with his pink socks and him coming out, it has so much pathos. It's just – it's so sad because he's trying so hard to not be himself. And you can tell this is just ripping him up oh, yeah. trying to do this because he loves his son. And he's going to try to do this for Val, this awful thing that Val's put uh-huh. him up to, this terrible thing. But again, he loves his son so much that he'll try. And his – what? No, still no good? I took my rings off? I'm just <laughs> and a guy. Just, like, staring at him, <laughs> and they're like, "Your hands, no, your leg,
0: you're this, you're that," and I'm like, "Oh, he's trying so hard."
1: You yeah, know? like they won't let him no. because they're just being stupid. Val's is being stupid.
3: Yep, Val's being heartless and cold. Yes. And yeah, it's selfish. Again, really, extremely yeah. selfish for no reason. You <laughs> could just say, "Hey, Barbara, your my parents. My parents are a gay couple. Do you care?" Barbie's or Barbie's Barbie has well, already said she, she, knows. she knows. She knows. She could care less. She's she like, I don't care. <laughs> but who cares what your dumb parents think? This is what, who what, I love this person. You can't marry them. Well, going oh. to. So this isn't the Middle uh. Ages where I have to get your blessing and a and a plot <laughs> of land and ten thousand gold blooms in order to, to marry you. Take my hand, <laughs> no. daughter and the press. Just, just go. Just go. <laughs> Fine. I mean, they won't be mad at you forever, hopefully. <laughs>
1: And this is when the senator finally shows up in South Beach and you just see all the, like, these half-naked people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Gene Hackman's perfect. He's like looking after, like, eh. you know, never does a woman run by.
1: <laughs> it was pretty funny. But it also kind of fit. You have somebody coming from Ohio, you know, and then you, like, I mean, as a guy who came from Minnesota, I went to Vegas. I was a little surprised when I got to Vegas and all of a sudden everybody's like half-naked. I'm like, this is interesting. Like, They were more than half. Yes. But, you know, it's like kind of get that. Like, okay. But I'm also not gonna out
4: naked.
1: Yes. It was fun. Vegas was fun. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's
1: kind of reminded me of was Vegas. And then you finally have them get to the house and get to the dinner and they like the whole introduction where they sit I guess that was a coffee table. I was very confused when they first sit down at the table. I'm like, is this guy like did they hide the rest of the furniture or just left a freaking like coffee table that doesn't fit? That
0: was the only table
1: they find. Oh no, it was it was it was strange to me. And like the way they talked is funny too. Oh those
2: chairs were beautiful. Yeah, they're gorgeous chairs. You're right. they look I think thrones.
3: They're like really cool thrones. Yeah. Actually, kind of, yeah, the like little mini thrones. I think that I feel like that kind of like a sitting area, like a pre-meal area where you sit and talk again, close quarters. I also suspect that's probably for the filmmaking. So they can get the shot oh, yeah. of the both sides on this between this little barrier that's figuratively and literally between the two families, you know, the two the, the two couples. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably more for shot than anything else, but you're right, it's a little dinky coffee table. And it seems very, very baroque. <laughs> it's not it is not a warm, comforting <laughs> environment. It's actually commented on by by the, the senator's wife, like, oh, this is a vacation house, huh? <laughs> Literally. A vacation nothing house
2: on the- and more of a monastery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just everything with the conversation between the characters was so good too, and just hilarious the way everybody talks and like they go all the back and forth stuff. It, I just really liked it.
0: But clearly they didn't get their backstories straight.
1: That's what made it so funny too. <laughs> they keep changing things, they keep getting everything wrong cuz like people aren't communicating right, so they have to change stuff and adapt to it.
0: But it's funny when Albert comes in he kind of effortlessly ties it all together.
1: <laughs> oh god, when he when he comes out dressed in drag I'm really not even drag When he comes up dressed as his mother, I should say. Oh, God, that was fucking That's hilarious. How he dresses, I think. It was fucking hilarious. Like, My And I love one. how they have Gene Hackman's character just kind of like really like talking talking to, you know.
0: She's just a small town
4: gal.
1: Yeah, and it's just so funny because it's like the idea is that you have a character who would have hated, you know, when he find, you know, would not be happy what he's doing.
4: Yeah.
1: and it's just, I thought that was hilarious what they were going for.
3: No, it's it great. such a all, good job. Yeah, all of this is really well observed. I mean, it, the the change in temperature from when, you know, it, when it's just Armand pretending to be this straight guy, <laughs> just not being comfortable in his own skin, you know, and this horribly, horribly awkward dinner party, <laughs> almost like The Office. I don't know how you feel about The Office, when, which is one of my favorite episodes of The Office, is when Jan and, and Michael Scott have that little dinner party. <laughs> this horribly cringy dinner party when they show up and it's it's wonderful scene it's wonderful moment but this feels very similar in just this cringe going on about the purple mountains majesty and the foliage changing as they go from virginia to new down blah blah (laughs) and it's this just painful painful dribble that we've all sat through at some point in our lives it's so good, and again, as a farce will do, it just continues devolving. You know, the, the situation gets more and more ridiculous through the comedy of errors. It's yeah, very well observed, and until of course Albert uh, shows up as he should have done before, <laughs> as an actual wife. Yes, and channeling just this classic, oh, you know, <laughs> this style. Of
4: woman. I loved and, it.
3: And it's so over the top. It's so over the top. And this, of course, the senator loves it. He eats it all up because this is the, this is exactly the sort of cocaine this man needs in his nose. Just good old-fashioned <laughs> American feeling. <laughs> I
0: feel like he channeled Mrs. Doubtfire a little bit
3: for this. Hello! <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Hmm.
2: Was
1: Mrs. Doubtfire already out at this time?
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh. Mrs. Doubtfire to come out like a year or two before. The interesting thing is that later Nathan Lane said, oh... You know, I was apparently channeling my grandmother with that voice. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yes. (laughs) Okay. I can
1: see, like, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I just love everything with this. I just, I love how he's, you know, just saying such, like, very, very conservative things as a senator. It was just hilarious to me.
2: And it works. Like... Bill, you made a point earlier where they're they're having coffee and there is that clear division there between the two parties. But once Albert comes in, you know, Senator Keeley has like moved around the corner of the table now. He's like right (laughs) next to Albert and they're like talking close and Mm -hmm. there's a a gap that's bridged there now because of Albert. Yep. And that's that's good cinema. That's that's yeah, quality, great. quality shot construction right there.
3: It is. They, they actually
0: didn't want there is now tying it all together.
1: And just seeing Robin Williams face throughout all this. So he's just like, <laughs> freaking out more and more as Albert just played along. And he's like, oh, my God.
3: And also Albert's drinking, like just sucking down wine and saying more and more <laughs> terrible things, which is, again, very funny. And of course, the senator's loving it. He's just, like, oh, yeah. You know, and they, <laughs> Uh, oh
2: God, the abortion law!
3: I was oh, just thinking oh, it, and I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> and I almost, I'm thinking, my brain was like, "Do we just mention this? Do we? I can't say the line, can I?" It was.
1: I, I, I mean, <laughs> oh, like, the context of it was funny, like in this movie, oh, yeah. like yeah, I mean,
3: it's gallows humor, was just but just
0: looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: <laughs> oh God!
0: Stop drinking wine,
2: Albert. <laughs> uh, it one. Yeah, it, I know what you're going to say. If you kill the mother, the fetus dies too, but the fetus is going to be aborted anyway. So why not let it go down with the ship? So, freaking funny, Like, it's just so, like, Oh my God. Like,
1: I mean, again, it also like proves how stupid the whole concept of, of how people think is in general with this.
3: And I love the, and that's the, what made it so great. But that's what, again, this is one of those classic, like family dinner party things where like, you walk out of the room for a second the next thing you walk come you come back in your uncles talk start saying now that let me tell you about affirmative action and let me and then you're like oh my god i left the room for 3 minutes and you people are already rush limbaughing this whole situation what's oh, going on oh they mentioned on? rush Limbaugh in this movie they too they do yeah yeah they do that yeah, was funny I miss
0: them.
3: may he burn in hell so. <laughs> but he but they also when you're talking about how senator Keeley gets very affectionate for robert <laughs> they they actually end up dancing I wanna dance all night. Like, oh <laughs> like, yeah, it's great. Like, it's so, it's so fun. I, it's yeah, she's ex- exactly what they needed at that point, and everything's going swimmingly except for, of course, the terrible soup. You didn't make an entree. It's a stew. <laughs>
0: it's supposed to be the entree.
3: <laughs> Wait, there's shrimp.
0: Shrimp. <laughs> forgot the shrimp. Fuck the shrimp. <laughs>
1: I really wonder if that was scripted or not. And every time goes in Could the
0: kitchen, he guzzles the <laughs> cooking wine.
1: No, he's guzzling scotch. He's got. Is the that what he's guzzling?
0: I guess. thought it was
3: cooking cheese. Oh.
2: <laughs> yep, both he and Val are just going ham on that bottle of uh, Glenlivet Glen in the kitchen. Yeah,
3: they're just knocking it. They're swapping it back and forth like drunken sailors on a 90-day cruise in the, <laughs> in the 1800s. They're just <laughs> banging them back, and I. It was so funny because it makes sense. Like, oh God, how is this gonna
1: end? Like, <laughs> just drink some more, fucking.
3: And speaking of, speaking of alcohol, I just realized in the beginning of the movie, um, Albert accuses Armand of cheating because they only, the only he only drinks red. And that entire time, he's drinking white wine. He's ah. he's sucking down that Chardonnay or Pinot, whatever it was. He's drinking white wine the whole time. I, again. A little bit of a continuity thing. I
1: didn't but. catch that. I mean, that was probably more to show how he was, you know, being dramatic because he does drink white wine.
3: I, I literally just thought of that to miss. I just that's, had that recollection. That's it just what it is. Be,
1: I didn't catch that. I didn't maybe. think about that. Know. But I bet it could just be
3: continuity, too. I don't know.
1: I mean, it could be, but it feels more like the movie was going to show, like, yeah, he drinks white wine. He just saying things because he's upset.
2: <laughs> that could well be.
1: And this is when Val then brings a note telling Catherine not to come upstairs. But then the reporters take the note. <laughs> Which again leads to more hilarity that happens very shortly. Oh my god! (laughs) Like the part with the wig, with Albert's wig falling off—that was hilarious. They
0: all have to go to the bathroom together. (laughs) (laughs) Like, could they have just sent um, Barbie in with her? Yeah, I'm just calling her Barbie. It's
1: fine. (laughs) Could have, but just Barbie didn't go to sleep and have a. God, what the fuck? What the hell is that name of that big monster? Her pet Sandman. Ken knows. I can't think of the oh, name. Oh, Martin Tenboats. Yeah, Martin Tenboats. I, again, I could not stop thinking about Sam and Barbie. I, I, I blame I myself for this. Yes,
0: <laughs> I do too.
1: I blame Ken also. Yeah, <laughs> which is fair. I'll take that
2: blame. But um, when they're in the bathroom trying to fix Albert's wig, this is when you first get the clue that the senator and his wife know that something's not quite right here, but not for the reasons that they're really not right everybody thinks oh you know they know about the senator they're just trying to be cool and like oh god that that fight between uh, gene hackman and diane wheest is just so good <laughs> the you know i noticed you didn't have this kind of blind sympathy for poor bessie jackson mm. <laughs> and like just they're they're not
3: a a good couple <laughs>
2: at this
4: uh,
3: point. No, they're, they're basically again, campaign partners They're Yeah. 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 They're, they're, this is not a loving marriage uh, at all. And yeah, it, I feel like it wants to be. Oh, I think, I think she wants it to be because I think she's actually hurt that he has so much affection for, for the stranger, for this woman he just, he just met because you know, he, she, he, she's a so sensitive and, you know, she cries if you call her mother. She's that vulnerable. And she's like, hey, I'm the woman you married. Like, I can be vulnerable. Like, hello, where's all this affection for me? You know, I I, I guess I got a lot of that, especially when like that line. She's like, I know poor Mrs. Coleman.
4: Yeah.
2: You know? yeah. Oh, God. And then the whole somebody has to like me best line. Oh, my oh,
3: God. I was Brutal. Like, we got
0: more Germanics
3: now. Oh. <laughs> No has to like me best. That's the part of the dinner party when you start slowly inching toward the door. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think I've had a little too much to drink, so I'm just going to sit in my car with the idling for 25 minutes. So, <laughs> bye. I gotta go.
0: Gotta so feed the
3: duck. Well, and then when Catherine finally
1: shows up and she knocks, like, hi, hey, I'm Val's mom. And they're like, what? Val too?
2: what? Uh, tell
1: me something. How many mothers does Val have? <laughs> and and oh.
0: then the big reveal.
1: Takes off Albert's wig. And mm-hmm. this was in our good moment. He's like, this is my father. This is my mother.
3: Like, you know, when he finally. Yeah,
0: when he finally realized. He's an like, asshole. Yeah. Over half the movie later. Yeah.
3: When there's no other subterfuge possible yeah, at this no point.
4: Other <laughs> no other choice. You're
3: not wrong. <laughs> That's what an honorable person does. When you have literally no other lie to tell. When you literally have been beaten. Completely <laughs> defeated. Then you finally say, all right, you got me. Yeah. That's oh, that stinks. <laughs> they, yeah, they, he yeah, doesn't deserve them. But, uh it, <laughs> but this, this moment too is so wonderfully shot. And we're talking again about Mike Nichols, who's a, you know, an incredibly good filmmaker. The beats in this are so good. When Albert comes forward in his regular voice without, excuse me, without the wig on Gene Hackman also almost recoils like, mm-hmm. like, wait, one plus one now equals elephant. It doesn't equal two. <laughs> what is happening? Like, this person I now had a connection with is not up anymore. They disappeared, and someone else is in their place with a different voice and not the hair. And Gene Hackman's <laughs> portrayal of this befuddlement is phenomenal. Yes. What? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't
3: They're understand. men.
4: Yeah. They're
3: two men.
4: <laughs> They're
3: gay. <laughs> And it still doesn't come through. It's again, his mind is recoiling. <laughs> his cognitive dissonance is just firing off just bolts of lightning that are just shocking him into silence. Like, what? It, it, the unfathomable has happened. And he's just not processing this properly when his no. wife is already. And it's great. It's again, beautifully observed. And Gene Hackman is extraordinarily good in this whole sequence. It's just unbelievable and like this is you don't get gene hackman comedy
2: a lot but he he really should have done more comedy honestly he's got the skills oh yeah yeah he did a good he's job in this.
0: Straight, man.
2: yeah i was surprised how
1: humorous this was how good course, time was.
2: after this this is when you get the uh it's time to leave but now the press is everywhere
0: <laughs> this is my one of my favorite parts
1: my favorite. this was hilarious where they they dress up everybody kind of and they dress him up and drag and then they have them they play the we are family again and have everybody just kind of like they just leave out with the rest of the rest of the people Because apparently
0: albert just has a one-size-fits-all dresses for everyone
3: <laughs> i actually honestly i yeah that's kind of fair but honestly i could see i could see him having an extensive closet just a hundreds and hundreds of costumes from the probably 20-something years performing, 30 years performing. And just I can see, yeah. see it all the way. Well, <laughs> there are, are wigs. other
1: people that work there, too.
3: I, mean, I, guess, I, mean, I guess
1: drag queens always have their own clothes. Is that how that I works? Watch watch they, don't, they
0: don't let you touch their stuff. And Albert was very generous. <laughs> yeah. You watch Mr. Yeah.
3: Paul, too. <laughs> but I, there's also a line that we kind of skipped over. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I find it very silly and cute. She's trying to convince Senator Keeley I'm still the same person that was before. I still believe that we should go back to a stricter moral code. Mm-hmm. I'm still the same person, just with one tiny difference. Well, not tiny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> you know, timing. It's a good line. Uh, oh, it so fucking the, funny.
3: The timing of the delivery is just, oh, that half be, well, not tiny. <laughs> Doesn't
0: Robin Williams, like, make a face? Like, well, it's not. <laughs>
3: So funny. And, this, and That whole piece is this is when Nathan Lane, if you haven't loved that character yet and it hasn't stolen the show, it does now because Robin Williams is basically from the point where Albert shows up in drag as the wife to the end. Basically, Robin Williams is almost invisible because mm-hmm. he doesn't do much for the rest of the movie. It's uh, yeah,
2: he, most of his acting is done with his face during uh, this part Yeah, because he is just elevating stages of terrified.
4: <laughs> but it's so good though. He'll uh, <laughs>
0: come around the corner and just be petrified. <laughs>
3: he can pull it off.
4: <laughs>
0: and then he'll return to the kitchen.
3: <laughs> Lots more ice.
0: Lots more ice.
2: So much ice. <laughs>
0: Cover up those naked boys you have on those
4: bowls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and know they do finally get him out of the club. I. I just Tiffin made this comment where they're like give to the driver. She, she said something about they were gonna he was gonna say something to the driver, he's like, Oh, driver, meet me over here. And the guy's like, Not on your life. Yeah. <laughs> Lady not for a million him.
2: dollars.
3: <laughs> it was freaking funny. <laughs> but even in this like really silly moment of them leaving, we are family and they're all dressed up and, and everyone's having fun. Of course, sick for Val. Val doesn't need to dress up as anything. He's just boring white guy. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's just great. He just come as you are, sir. Yeah, uh, there's a moment where Gene Hackman is in his Doris Day, I don't know what that was supposed to be, that outfit with the white hair and everything else. And his outfit, I don't, I don't, I'm trying, again, I'm trying to place like the, the pastiche, but. They, he's kind of bouncing, and he, it's, it's like his body and his everything he has is fighting the urge to enjoy this. And he's fighting this with all of his all of his being to actually enjoy this little moment. He's nervous; doesn't want to get made by the press, of course. There's something kind of fun about this, and maybe I might may be reading into it into the performance. I feel like there's a little part of him that's actually kind of digging this.
2: Oh no, I 100% agree with you. And I'll tell you how you can prove it because, after, like, after he's out in the crowd, he and Barbara are talking, and he's like, "I told him not to make me wear white dress. It makes me look fat, and <laughs> none of these guys want to dance with me."
3: Oh yeah, none of these guys want to dance with me. It's right. All the insecurity comes out. All the all, all all the insecurity comes out. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, very good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's a and real it's fun like, plan. Yeah
0: told him not to make me wear white.
3: <laughs> and of course, Albert comes up to save
2: today in a wonderful tuck.
3: Oh, for yeah. sure.
2: Want to dance? <laughs> Baby.
3: Baby. <laughs> uh, it was good. And they both uh, kind of like switching hands. Which one's going to lead? It's really, <laughs> they, it's really good. They
0: were very confused. <laughs> but I like Barbie when she's like, why doesn't anybody want to dance with me? I'm as pretty as all these men in here.
1: <laughs> as a guy who oh, watched a lot of uh, drag shows, I get that. <laughs> That pixie cut, though? Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Did not
4: That'll go do.
3: unnoticed. That'll do. Uh, and, and I
4: thought
1: that was going to be the end of this movie. I was surprised when all of a sudden we had the credits playing. You have the wedding scene of them getting married with the credits. I really like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which one's
4: the mother? <laughs>
1: I just don't know.
4: I don't know. <laughs> I it's fine.
1: Uh, it fit having the two sides. Like, you're supposed to go at a wedding and one being very conservative and white. <laughs> oh God and the they gay were, like, side
0: black though
1: <laughs> oh,
2: going Bob dole is gorgeous <laughs> oh, that's,
0: what they said. <laughs> that's what they said I couldn't remember I knew they had a mini scene and I was like what did they say
1: <laughs> Oh my god I laughed so crazy. hard at that <laughs> It was it was really this was really good. This was a good ending. There's one scene we, f- we didn't mention that I want to bring up way earlier when, when Armand is trying to get Albert to be more manly. And then he talks to the random guy and is like, oh, yo, what are you going to do about The guy just stands up and is like way taller than Robin Williams.
0: <laughs> and then I had to <laughs> Google how tall Robin Williams was.
1: <laughs> that was hilarious, too. A little part, but fucking funny. It
0: was funny. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, just an all-around pretty funny movie. Any last things you guys want to say? If we missed anything? Just to back up again,
2: everything we've said, that dinner party might legitimately be one of the funniest things ever put to film, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that whole sequence is just nothing but nervous laughter and actual laughter. And it's just, it is the epitome of farcical comedy. And we really need more farces in the world. We really do.
3: Oh yeah, I, I yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's it's silly, but but very well well crafted silliness. I think yeah. is kind of where <laughs> I would land on it, and it's and it's God, it's great. We're kind of going to sum ups now, but I think you're all gonna know where where I land on it. But it's mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. I think there's definitely room in modern movies, cinema for for more stuff like this. Highly
1: agree. All right, I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box and Tiffany. Why don't you go first? Did oh. you were the reason this was on here?
0: <laughs> Definitely show. Definitely. I kind of, like, right now, want to watch it again.
1: <laughs> I believe that.
0: <laughs> I do. Talking about it and, like, reliving it in my head, I'm like, oh, I want to watch it again really bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: And what about you, Ken? Oh, absolutely. It's going on the shelf for me. Like, this, it's just such a joy. I had a blast watching it this morning. I just, like, sat down with a big bottle of water and just... Didn't move until it was done. Like normally I'll go out and get a snack or like I'll get bored halfway through a movie and go have a cigarette. But nope, didn't move. Just had a blast watching this movie. Definitely shelf.
3: Okay. And Bill? Yeah, this is a shelf for me as well. I mean, I, I will put my dual-sided DVD proudly on the shelf and uh, and, and have it up there for all time. I, this is, you know, again, everything's been basically stated, stated pretty well. I think this is a great movie, not just as a great farce not just as a great comedy and not just great performances, but also a really good bridge movie for the era that allowed people who may not have ever wanted to see a queer movie with you know a gay couple actually give them an inroad to something they would that they would enjoy that this is actually a very funny, smartly made well-crafted movie that hopefully some so one of my bros in high school may have seen, and hopefully maybe change their opinion a bit. You know, maybe crack the, put a chink in that armor of of I don't say hate <clears throat> hatred. Not say hatred, but maybe lack of acceptance. I'm like, oh wow, I, I kinda like that game movie. That was actually really funny and good. And then hope maybe that opened a door for something. Maybe I'm being too positive, maybe, but I think this movie has a lot more than just be really good. It's uh, it has a lot of those other I like, think I hope it had some more of those more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's okay. a shelf. I love this movie. All right. No, I would say,
1: I mean, I think you're not being too... Po- I mean, you're being positive, and that's a good thing. I mean, like, me, I'm a guy who completely changed from where I where I was at that time. Like, You thought you were going to hate it, huh? I did. I went into this unsure, but I was going to be like, like, okay, this is probably going to be stupid. I mean... But
0: it's a Robin Williams movie. You can't hate Robin Williams movies.
1: That is true, apparently. <laughs> not but true. Not true.
0: <laughs> not true! Stop it! I don't want to hear Which it. Which
2: ones don't you guys like?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm not going to
1: tell you, because then you're going to make us do it. <laughs> Fair. Touche.
0: Yeah. Good All not.
1: right. So I'll say, I'm going to put this on the shelf. I enjoyed this movie. I laughed a ton. And I enjoyed this more than the only other comedy we've done ever done on this show, which was Elf, I found out earlier. So I was wrong. Wow. We have done one comedy. We did Elf, yeah.
0: Was I on that one? Yes.
1: I know you tried to block it out. I mean, it wasn't It wasn't my choice or your choice to do it. It was someone else on the spot. i just how did recording. did I
0: get roped into it?
3: I I, I I I I, I, I I've, <laughs> my, my comments, my opinions on Elf are well stated and I stand <laughs> by them because I'm a big <laughs> sucker and a schmaltzy man for for Christmas movies. Wait, I like I did it
0: I, for
1: Bob. <laughs> I laughed at the movie, so I mean I laughed at Elf, but I, I laughed at this movie too. Like I had such a good
3: time. This is a better movie than Elf. Oh yeah. Like, this, is this is a way better movie. Da, da, da. This is <laughs> so a way better, better. Yes. Way better movie.
4: Uh, Will
1: Ferrell. <laughs> no, no way in hell. No,
3: exactly. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. And
1: one last thing I, I do want to say, because one reason why I, I did this poll was, I think, Rob Williams, but also, like, he's an actor, who's always meant so much to me, and he died way too young. And I was watching a documentary about a month ago, and I did not know this, but he had... Was it all, Alzheimer's? He had Louie
0: body dementia.
1: Yeah, Louie Body Dementia, which is for those that don't know, very, very bad. Because he had it, Parkinson's and it's
0: one of the worst dementias you can have. I, I've seen it firsthand and you completely lose yourself.
1: Mm. So it kind of was, you know, you know, fit to what you know, what happens to him, why he takes his life, and it was something that was really interesting to, to know, and is one thing I've been waiting to mention until we did this episode was about Ron Williams. So just really great documentary on, on Max that you should watch. Oh, Rem Williams. Well it's not HBO Max anymore, it's just Max. It's
0: always gonna be HBO that won't take it.
1: Not to not to them. No. So yeah. Any any things you guys want to say to wrap this before we wrap this up? Okay. And Bill, where can people find you at?
3: Uh you can find me at a, a podcast entitled The Gamer Looks at Forty. Uh we're getting into the uh my busy season at work, which means some of the content's gonna come out a little slower than usual. Uh, but there is going to be one episode on renting games coming hopefully next week. I'm not sure when this is getting released, but um, by the time you next hear week. this, there should be hopefully an episode about um, renting video games and memories about those days in the rental store. And then a bunch of episodes on Earthbound. I think it's going to be a three parter because <laughs> I have literally six hours of conversations, literally six hours of clips that I have to go through and organize. So um, there okay. will be a, a good amount of content, and then leading into the Final Fantasy series, which will probably start once my busy season ends in October, and then just filler stuff from there. You know how positive I am about like my podcast during these hard months—that's just filler stuff. <laughs> see it? Don't see it? Man. Listen, I mean, listen, I get it. Hey,
1: I get it. As a guy who produces three
3: episodes a week, I get
4: yeah. it. It's
3: awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yes, anything with my voice on it is generally pretty disposable it's fine I get it I know
0: you're on it are the best
3: (laughs) you you, you Keith
0: is on it too we we have to have Keith back again
1: (laughs) no nothing I'm sorry who my name is Ken (laughs) yeah I was gonna say who's Keith
0: it's Keith and Bob tonight
1: (laughs) oh that's fine (laughs) <laughs> ever since I got, ever since I called him Keith by accident, I don't know why I did it. Now she's Now
0: it's Keith and Bob.
1: Yep. Oh, that's she's really good. With <laughs> my can't remember names of friends, so.
4: Yeah, well, Bob you guys, is my you guys
1: brother. Did it again. You got me to watch a movie that I had no intention of watching that I appreciated. You're welcome. So and now we can just erase under the skin. I'd be happy. <laughs> you guys are almost
3: batting hundred. <laughs> yeah, almost. As as since as has a skin. I said, under the Skin, replace Sin City as your go-to boy, I wish I could erase, erase this from my memory movie. I, fr-
1: I have erased Sin City for the most part, apparently, I completely forgot Sin about Sin it. City? No, God, movie's terrible. Terrible. Go listen to my review, though. You should. You won't, but you should. No,
4: I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't do things
1: like that. <laughs> All right? And if you do, want, we do a Patreon every month, so if you want to vote, our current Patreon right now is, well, The time you're hearing is you have a few more days. Edgar Wright movies Mike has never seen, so go vote for that. You get to choose what we're going to cover.
4: What television?
1: Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz... Last night in Soho. What
0: is the subject?
1: Edgar Wright movies. Mike has never hey, seen. Edgar,
0: I didn't. You're mumbling. I can't.
1: That's okay. You'll <laughs> sound good on here. I promise. Oh,
0: okay.
1: I hear. I should know. I hear it off of my voice on here. So. No, you
0: still mumble
1: <laughs> I hear it off of my voice. But so go check that out. You can vote nerd We also have a Discord. I have a new link in the Discord because someone told me it was wrong. So definitely go click that. It will now work on our Discord. You can see link in the show notes. <laughs> And please go follow Bill's podcast. Also, want we'll to give a shout out to my awesome outro and intro. Courtesy of Helena at Sphere. You can follow her on TikTok. And we do have over 500 episodes. You can find everything we've done on Podbean. We've done tons of movies. We did Elf, apparently. So go search that and find, listen to that if you want to. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, audio only. And please rate us wherever you get your podcast because it helps us out a ton. And we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.